Hi, this is Kinda Jaded with Casey Hill and Caroline. Me, 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 me. Hi, gorgeous. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. It's like such a beautiful morning. The sun is shining. Oh my god, I wish it's, it's- cold. Oh, right now it's just like shining on me. I have my matcha. Babe, I like made, I went grocery shopping yesterday and I bought like, I'm trying to be on like my healthy tip, which is impossible. And I like made this bowl like with like quinoa, which is so cringe. I can't with quinoa. I fuck with it. I like it. It's literally just like a nothing. Like it just fills you up, right? Yeah. It's (laughs) like, I felt cringe making it though. Cause it's like quinoa culture vibes you know like ladybug culture are you dabbling in quinoa culture now i'm trying it was like my first time and then i like steamed broccolini and and made kale and then like roasted carrots and sweet potatoes and eggs and then i made this whole bowl and it was stunning and then i ate a cookie instead and now i'm just (laughs) literally i just ate two cookies and i'm just staring at the bowl like i haven't touched it yeah, like you haven't even like. No, baby, I'm literally looking at it right now, and I can see like a little broccolini pop popping up. It's like from the top. <laughs> yeah, it's stunningly gorgeous. Nice um, too you're not gonna eat it though. I know. I will. Like, eventually, I'll, like, go back. It'll be I'm nice little... once it's nice and cold, and it's been sitting out for like two hours. Yeah, that's just how I want it. <laughs> It'll look like cold egg. Uh, um. On that note, I made enchiladas last night. They were like really healthy. Like they had chicken and kale in them and they were so fucking good. I made a little enchilada sauce. Oh, girl. Oh my God. I feel like we always, uh, we always talk about food. We love food. Well, I love food. That's my hobby is eating and breathing. Eating, breathing, pooping, sleeping, dancing, (laughs) singing singing <laughs> um shopping <laughs> yeah i love to shop so anyway yeah what's going on today what do we have on? we have agenda? a special guest um i'm so so excited to have this guest on she's everything dj songwriter producer rave queen icon um i mean I'm i'll obsessed. go on a limb and also say very hot you know like we extremely hot we've had a streak of hot people on the pod and that is something that i think we should pride ourselves in like hot no we know how to choose them babe hot smart cool hot smart cool Um, i don't know yeah i'm excited we've never met but like i feel like you're gonna meet on the pod um and her name is Chippy nonstop. Uh, obs- is she in the chat? She's not in. Um, she's over us. <laughs> she's literally chippy, chippy. Where uh, are you, babe? So when she pops on, I can let her in, but yeah, I don't, I don't see her yet. I'm so excited for you guys to meet. I'm like, I've seen her on the gram through you and Brittany scott oh yeah true i can't believe you guys haven't met i know should we have britney on the pod absolutely that Wait. would be good oh my we should God. i just hot is she here she's here admit chip she's joining joining hi yeah chip she doesn't have audio on yet <laughs> hold up hold up hey bitch hi what's up <laughs> obsessed with you already how are you babe (laughs) good how are you good we were just talking about how casey and you have never met and she's like i'm i've seen her on like your insta and like britney's and britney's yeah (laughs) and now we we we're just talking about how we want britney on the pod too Oh my god! Wait, didn't you guys do? Did you guys do one together? Or no, 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 not yet. We I should have brought her on today. Maybe we need to have her on next. Should we I call know. her right now? We should have. We should have done a double, double interview. 
I need that. That makes so <laughs> cute and chaotic. I, I feel yeah. like it would be too chaotic that no one would be able to actually like function. Yeah. It's too niche. Yeah, it's so niche. <laughs> Chip, exactly. where are you? Uh, I'm I call in you Chip. Is that annoying? Yeah. Okay. No. I'm in Tulum. What I'm going to Mexico hell? City tomorrow. Oh, that's epic. amazing. How's Tulum? Yeah. It's so my brother's getting married here like next week. So I'm like, oh, yeah, bitch, you invited me to the wedding. <laughs> but you never showed up. Everyone's so I'm getting on a flight. Is everyone coming? Well, like Bobby, Kareem, Nino, Tish, um, so, some like my friend from London, Nadine, um, like that's yeah, gonna be fucked people. up. Fun. I know I'm missing people, but yeah, a lot like 10 people are coming from Toronto. Oh my god, wait, that's are you so from sick. Toronto, Chippy? Uh, I grew up in California, but um, I grew up that's how I know Brittany. Um, but I moved, well, I got deported. Whoa. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I got Wait, deported. That's crazy. What? When? 2015. Holy shit. What was that like? Yeah. It, well, okay, so like I was in, I was, I live, I was living in LA, but I went to go to Asia. I went to Thailand and then I went to go play a show in Japan. And then like on my way home, I was in detainment because I had some incorrect visa situation that I didn't know about. And then I was put into detainment. And wow. then I, they were, were like there? trying to, I was in detainment for like, uh, like two or like a, a day and a half. Yeah. And, and you then said that I, was like a super fucked up, like you're just in a, were you yeah, in like a it was like a holding cell. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, or like Yikes. it's like a room that's like a holding cell for like people that do things at the airport i guess yeah. and then um yeah so then they were like where do you want to go basically and then so like i went to vancouver first because i was in la so it was like the closest like english speaking place i could like figure my life out at yeah but then i didn't like vancouver Vancouver is so yeah nice. not my bad <laughs> It's cute if you're like into the outdoors and, and shit. Like, but, like there's no nightlife. Yeah. You it's like, like there's the no like I I like doing things outdoors, but it's not like my like personality. Like, Is you know, Van- like I'm not yeah. like Vancouver, like it's your personality to like go hiking and do yoga and wear Lululemon. Like Okay, so it's like it's like granola y yeah it's yeah so granola okay case. okay like i kind of i hate to say it, i kind of fuck with that like of course I, you some, are that babe i know i know <laughs> some part of me is like i feel like i'm i'm straddling a line between like granola and you know whatever else i am and but then like, there's like a weird like under like belly of Vancouver too that's like just like crackhead like oh, yeah 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 no shade like I don't know if I should even say that but like whatever but I mean, like you know you know what I mean like there's just it's just like something weird in the air there I don't know oh, yeah. it throws me off well it's like think- super rich right but it's also got yeah. this like massive community of people who are like unhoused and like don't they have like um like a huge what's like is it a heroin they have like methadone clinics and like people wait like there's like long lines on the street to like treat people yeah. that you know and so there's like a lot of that and they don't like really take care of the people that like are yeah. suffering surprise, with like addiction surprise. and stuff on the streets there yeah. but then like it's also everything's so expensive and everyone's so rich so it's like that dichotomy is like eerie yeah for yeah. real I feel like anywhere that's super granola, it kind of like can really easily teeter into very like having a serious drug problem. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah. I, I also think the so- weather there is so fucking like eerie. That's where they filmed Twilight, right? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. And <laughs> Riverside would know. And Riverside, they, do you watch Riverside? Won- no, should I? It's on the side there. I don't watch it either. I watched it for a season, but I stopped. I feel like I should I watch, never watch it. it. Should we watch Housewives, like- right, Chip? Uh, yeah, yes. Are you watching I watch Big all- City? 
Yes, of course. Oh my I just, god! I just watched the second reunion. So did yesterday. I. <laughs> I just watched oh it before god. this. Oh my god, it's so good. Salt Lake Lisa? City is becoming the one. Like it's like up it's there. the one. It's like up there with like. I think I think Jersey and Salt Lake are my current faves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. I'm I not love up Teresa. To date. Shit. I know. I'm sorry, Casey. It's okay. Sorry. It's, you know, to get on is, your ship. It's because I'm too cheap to like get a um. You know, like yeah exactly but oh i i just there's this website i don't think it works in america but it's called hey you mm. and it like has every reality show on it yeah it's like and it's Hulu. like four and it's four dollars it's four dollars a month what yeah casey hell? fuck off you can get and it's like every single that. reality show i know it's just such a pain because like here it's like okay subscribe to the the bravo thing and then subscribe to nbc and then subscribe to like to yeah thing you have to subscribe to fucking everything yeah, well so do you not crazy. illegally stream yeah. <laughs> Good girl. okay i yeah okay okay i know what i'm gonna watch today yeah babe do slc it's so good you I have to it. like I it's like, so yeah. good i have a really good link i'll send i'll send, send it it's like sure. good quality fast Chippy, what's and, actually? Like, you don't have to click on a bunch of shit to get to it. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. what scares me. I'm like, I'm for sure. I mean, not that I have not done that. I'm just like scared. You know, I'm gonna yeah, get really scared fucked of. up shit on my computer. <laughs> I already have fucked up shit on my Yeah, me too. Okay, well, see, <laughs> I can't do that because my computer's fucked. <laughs> I'm responsible for recording the podcast, and we yeah, we simply <laughs> cannot lose it. This is all we Karen can't live without it. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> all we have right now. We've got nothing else. <laughs> Chippy, what's going on? You're playing your first show in San Francisco, right? What's going well, on with that? No, I was supposed to play in San Francisco last weekend, so I've been banned oh, yeah, from yeah, America. Yeah. I was banned from when I got deported. I got banned from America for ten years, right? Holy but shit, yeah. But then, like, a last year I went, or yeah, last year I went and to the border and like did all this paperwork. Got the ban lifted because you had to wait at least a year. But then Trump won, and then I was like, oh fuck! Like, and then I waited till Trump was done, and then I just got. I just applied to get back in, and so now I'm allowed to get back in. But you need a proper work permit to work in America. So I applied for that, and it was only supposed to take like uh, six weeks, but it's been like nine, and I still haven't gone. I was supposed to play yeah. last week in San Francisco, and so I had to cancel my San Francisco gig. I'm supposed to play next week in LA, or not sorry, next week in two weeks in LA. Oh, but so it. hopefully my visa comes before that. Yeah, yeah, like you but that'll be my first anything. America show in like six years. Oh, yeah, I can't play like insane. A I know it's crazy, and I'm, I like lived in San Francisco for a really long time, so I thought that was gonna be like my first gig back. But then, I mean, LA I lived in for the longest, so yeah. if I do get to play that, it'll be cool. If I don't get to play that, my first uh, America gig is gonna be um, June. June, yeah, June 17th in Miami. Oh, oh my God. Fun. Babe, I'm, I'm like terrified for like you in, the state. in America. It's going to be insane. Ridiculous. Chippy takes America tour. I need that. It's it's happening. It's like supposed to happen end of June to to like, Ju- like July. And I'm sure July. you have so many fans in the States. Yeah, like more probably well like just because well now i feel like maybe i have more in like the uk and europe just because i've only been playing big shows there Mm -hmm. but yeah like before i probably had more i have more following in america so are you like it's all also only like americans don't listen to techno yeah yeah true yeah like yeah i guess in like what like la and new york they do yeah la new york (laughs) miami Oh yeah, true. Fair. Basically. Um, so are you like, I know you're, are you still independent? Yeah. So like, are you booking? I'm always so in awe. Cause like, well, Casey and I are, I have an agent. Right I have an agent. Okay, cool. So you have an agent, yeah. but I'm always like, I don't know. I'm so in awe of like the, your like hustle and you like put in so much work and you're like, 
just so it seems like you're so motivated and it's just like it's very inspiring like how do you how do you like keep that motivation um well for me like I don't think about it that much like it's my life you know like I it's just what I want to do and I it's like I don't feel like it's work you know because it's music it's fun to do fun to make so yeah like it just feels very natural like it's not like I'm like oh I you know like I am an organized person and I like do like oh I have to do this today that today and things like that but like for the most part it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything that's like stressing me out or like you know anything that's like so yeah like everything just comes pretty naturally and I just do it as it comes like obviously I have goals and like I I always like you know I'm like this year I want to get this done or like you know I'll make like I make a lot of spreadsheets Amazing. <laughs> I make a lot That's amazing like on Excel yeah yeah like just on like Google Drive whatever like I'll just like make a lot of spreadsheets being like oh this year I want to get this done like by this month I want to finish this and and I usually like try to reach those deadlines like and yeah, so that's my only like kind of like structured thing. But for the most yeah. part, I just go with the flow of it all. Respect. And yeah. Do you, yeah, so much respect. And do you do you ever feel like defeated or like, yeah, defeated like by the industry or I don't know? Yeah, I mean, I've been making music for 12 years and I've worked in like different areas of music, like um when I was in rap too right yeah but like that wasn't even my first thing like I was in school and um someone who worked for MIA like found this website that me and my friends made and we our website was called Tutari Trap House it was like it was was really cheesy but like anyway like um one some person who danced for MIA his name was Cisco he found like our website and he kind of knew like one of my friends also who we did the website for and MIA I guess saw the website and she was like oh like I I don't I don't know how true this part of the story is but as the story goes MIA saw the website and she liked it and then she wanted us to come to LA so we all we were living in San Francisco and we moved to LA like I was like 17 18 you know like I think I was just turning 18 or something and we started like working for her we were like living in this house that like a few people that or we were like staying in this house that a few people that um she knew or she worked with were working at and like yeah we kind of just like did a bunch of graphic stuff and then we kind of had a falling out with MIA and then like Diplo like heard about the falling out and then like started like lingering us a little bit and then asking oh no way yeah their beef was like yeah they were kind of beefing at that point like and then um yeah we kind of started doing stuff with Diplo and like I don't know Diplo just seemed to like like me a bit and then we started like I started like writing with him and like I recorded a song with Major Lazer. I did vocals on it amazing and then that kind of just like I don't know dip, like working in that field like I just felt like a little defeated at that time and um like I don't know Diplo talked a bunch of shit to, about me publicly and like all what this the shit and I kind of no way yeah it was like let's kill him yeah he posted like on instagram like or sorry not instagram it wasn't it was twitter that i was ugly and i was untalented and like all these people yeah like all these people were like like coming such a misogynist sorry if anyone yeah i mean we had like a back and forth relationship of like just like trolling each other but this wasn't like a joke like it was like people were like attacking me basically being like hey your career is over lol like so like and, and I remember fuck? just like feeling like oh my god my career is over and I like literally left LA I went back to San Francisco and I tried to go back to school and then mm. like while I was in class one day um I was like getting a phone call from LA and I like left my class and like I hated school like I was just like what am I doing here basically and it was Krayshawn and it was like right after Gucci Gucci had blown up and like I knew her so like and like yeah I had met actually like Diplo introduced us but I had known of her like before Mm -hmm. and then um she was like hey like 
I was in the studio with this guy and he started playing your music and was like, oh, could you copy this part of Chippy's song? And she's just like a really good person. And she was like, no, like, why would I copy her? Let's just call her and bring her out here and help have her like work on the album. So yeah, basically like then I just like literally that day they flew me out to LA and I worked on a song with her and then we started just like vibing a lot and then the producers that were working on her album were like, oh, you should work on other people's stuff. So I started writing for other people. And at that point, I was like kind of defeated like then too, because I was like, oh, like people don't really want to hear my music. Like people want me to like write for other people. And it wasn't just really like I'm a performer at heart, you know, like yeah, I love being sure. on stage. Like I love performing. So like at that, there was like three years that I wasn't making any of my own music and I was just doing stuff for other people and I wasn't performing. So like, that's when I kind of started like learning how to DJ more because I wasn't making music for myself. And yeah, so like at that point I was really, really defeated. And then obviously like right after I was deported, I was like extremely defeated for like six Mm -hmm. months. And I like want, I literally wanted to die. Like I was like, what is my life? Like I just completely start over, like, you know, like fully start my entire life over. Didn't have anyone I knew in Canada at all. Um, It's also crazy just to look at you now. And I feel like you've built such a like community and like yeah. even just with your like events and like pep rally and all like you've you've really created this like I don't know this sense of community and like this mm-hmm. place where like people can like come and be their like authentic selves and feel safe and like just mm-hmm. fucking have fun and it's like it's so amazing that you like created that out of yeah. you know what the situation you were in yeah, well, like actually when I was in Vancouver, I was like, I was like, what the fuck is the scene here? Like there wasn't yeah. shit for me. And so like I st- me and a friend started a workshop series called Intercessions where we taught like women, like queer folk, like how to like produce DJ, like do all that kind of stuff. So that's like where I kind of like got the energized again to like be mm-hmm. able to like start, you know, start like my career I guess like back again or like in a different like angle basically because I was teaching people how to DJ and like seeing how excited everyone was and it kind of just energized me again and then we were doing like so many of those workshops and there were so many like you know cool people like starting to DJ out of that so it was like easier to start community so yeah like so many people now like that I work with or like the person who runs the workshops now in Vancouver they came to the first workshop ever that was like five years ago so there's like a lot yeah there's like a lot of djs that have come out of it that have like started their own parties and stuff like that but yeah like yeah sorry yeah no 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 go ahead sorry no yeah like and then when i moved to toronto i continued doing the workshops there and then we did them in like london new york la like even though i wasn't there i was just like getting my friends to run them in every city that's so cool i was gonna say i feel like sometimes really crazy and unfortunate shit in a way can kind of like roundabout bring people to some kind of like different or bigger purpose perhaps I feel yeah. Like I, yeah yeah like I feel like I see that a lot I listen to that podcast uh how I built this with Guy Raz I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever listened to that but yeah I'm just always really interested in like people's journey and how they get to places and I feel like I see it even in myself where it's like okay I had this like and I feel like there are parallels in your story where it's like I had these mm-hmm. like huge cosigns from like really, really big, you know, relevant artists mm-hmm. in the world. And you're like, woohoo, this is like, this is going to be my life. Like this is, I'm set, like I'm good. Right. And it's, it's hard to like build a career off of a cosign. Yeah. You know? And, and all, cause you're like at the mercy of them wanting to like, provide their resources or you know not knowledge or whatever and I think Mm -hmm. also a lot of the time it's like when you fall out with them or whatever the internet is like Mm -hmm. fucking ruthless yeah Um, fickle as fuck it's crazy but it's like I think it's like I I just am like interested in your story and like kind of in awe because it, it feels like it brought you to this like bigger not saying like 
it's great, you know, that you got deported and all this stuff. Like, it's yeah, like so unfortunate and it's fucked up. Yeah. Like, sometimes. No, I always say that it was like a blessing, to be honest, like, because it kind of got like, not that like, I was ever like a type of person that would get comfortable somewhere. But I was like, kind of like, oh, like, you know, this is making me money. And like, maybe I was just meant to be like a songwriter or whatever, like, and not supposed to put out my own stuff or not do my own stuff. But then like, kind of like something that pushed me like out of completely into a different zone, I had to like, figure out okay, what exactly do I want? Let me start this over. Cause like when I did start my career young, it's, I didn't plan anything, you know, I just was like, mm. it kind of, when you live in LA too, like you get, you know, thrusted into something that you don't really fully know what you want when you're young. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, so when I was older, like now, like I'm able to be like, no, this is what I actually want. Like, this is who I actually want to be like, and I don't have to be molded by like, you know, like a label or like this bigger okay. artist that wants me to be this or whatever, whatever. Cause when you, when you're younger, you feel like you need that, but yeah. you realize you can do better on your own, on your own with like a team. Yeah. And I feel like there's something to going into the music industry really young. You know, it sounds like you were like 17, 18 when you met MIA. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so easy for, I'm not saying her at all but just like the mm -hmm. music industry in general to take advantage of like your naivety and your youth and like mm -hmm. i think no matter how like headstrong or confident you are at like 17 18 you just like you don't, don't know how to say no and how no. to like stand yeah. up for yourself in the same way that you do like later in life you know yeah and you're just like grateful to even have the opportunity but then yes. you realize like these people are using you more than you're you're getting out of the situation like yeah, a lot of the time so yeah like i would be in sessions for hours and hours with like big people and not be paid and just be excited that i was there to contribute my ideas but meanwhile i'm giving away all this in like valuable information for free just because i think that oh it's so cool that they like my ideas yeah, yeah. and like not really being credited for shit too yeah damn yeah not credited not <laughs> nothing like i literally was just excited that they liked me it's like no matter how smart you are or like confident or mature or whatever like when you're yeah. a teenager like early 20s you have this deep desire to be wanted and accepted mm -hmm. by people that like yeah. Really yeah. allow you to say yes to everything regardless of mm -hmm. like, oh, they're not paying me or they're not crediting me. And obviously there's a difference between like, I'm gaining valuable experience and stuff. And like, this is a necessary part of my career versus like, okay, that point has passed. And now like, right. I'm not receiving anything in return still. And I'm just like giving all my resources and fucking like living off of nothing. Like that shit gets old yeah. really quickly. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely like value in what yeah like as you said there was definitely value in some of the experiences that I had but thinking about back on it like I wish like the older people in my life were a little more like com compassionate to a young person not knowing how to maneuver in this industry like now when I like you know like now I'm teaching when I teach people like I'll tell them like hey don't do this don't do that no one to no one told me any of yeah. that type of stuff and to and also there was no women, there was no women around me, no women of color around me, like being like, Hey, be aware of this, be aware of that. Like, cause like, I mean, not to shit on Diplo, but like to shit on Diplo, <laughs> Let's like, shit on him. Lot, you know, like a lot of, a lot of people he were other people he worked with were brown and black women and they were also not aware of this at the time. So like, and if you look at, where a lot of them are now other than MIA who was successful a lot of like you know Maluka he uh, worked with Sandbolt oh he worked her. with mm. you know there's like a lot of brown and black women that weren't able to like break out of break out of like where he brought them to like the starting point because he would it, it would be like someone like that holding you back because now he only works with really famous people but like you know it at that point it was like helping break barriers as you thought you thought he was like trying to help you but like it wasn't 
and not saying that's just him that's like a lot of people it's like oh they're gonna use you your like creativity and talent now but they're supposed to tell you this information this is where you can go but no they just want to like you know use you and then let you go after I feel like that's kind of the like double-edged sword 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 though (laughs) sword Um, sword (laughs) of like a cosign or an artist on label is that yeah they still have like their own career in their life and I'm not saying this to like you know be like on Diplo's side but I I feel like I saw it with 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 Kanye where it's like it's 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 tough because it it feels like there to some extent there are good intentions there where it's like mm-hmm. I want to lift these people up and like help them with yeah. their career but it's hard to be transparent to like a young artist yeah. or like a starting out artist to be like I can only bring you so far and there are just like limitations when it's like when you offer your services or like your fame to someone yeah. or whatever where it's like it's then really hard for the artist to like break out from the label of being like, you know, whatever is protege or whatever. And that's like how yeah. people always see you. And it's so hard to yeah. build mm-hmm. like a real solid, consistent fan base of your own when they're yeah. like following you because they like Diplo or because they like Kanye yeah. or, you know, I feel whatever. like Drake yeah. does that too now. Like yeah. he has like his label, like it's basically just like a mach- a songwriting machine, like his artist. I think like the main issue, like, is the transparency of like, uh, like you were saying, like, oh, it's hard for them to be transparent. But why, like, why is it hard for them to be transparent? Like, you know, like I feel like for me, I was like, I wish people communicated with me, like saying, like, oh, this is what it is. So if you think that this is what you're gonna get, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like this is transactional. Just, like, just honest honestly but I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what the music industry is built on it's like no one would sign a fucking major label deal yeah. if they knew what it really is it's like they have yeah. to yeah. tell you this dream and be like we're gonna take you all over the world whatever it's but i think they also believe so it they're like yeah we could make yeah. it happen but like they i think they get so much in especially like young kids heads and stuff and be like we're gonna make yeah. you fucking famous we're gonna take you all over the world you're gonna have so much money and it's like, I think that's like why people sign major label deals too. It's like, oh, I got this like fat advance. And it's like, uh, right. actually you have to live off that for the next like five years. So good luck, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, like, I mean, I kind of learned that lesson through like Krayshawn's like deal. Cause like after, cause I was really close to her when she like signed and everything. And like, it got, she got really got fucked over, you know, like she owes the label money till this day. Mm-hmm. Um and like even the accountant that they assigned her stole a bunch of her money. Holy like shit. Sony did she have Sony like a lawyer assigned... or anything? Uh I'm not really sure about what is happening. That's with the thing this too. Like now. like these like young artists, it's like you have to pay for a fucking lawyer to like, you know, it's like you don't do that shit unless you know. I feel like you just kind of like they like put this paper down, they're like, here. And you're like, yeah so excited about yeah. it you just want to fucking sign it and but you even think if you like... do have a lawyer a lot of lawyers are just like yeah i'll do this for you because when they sign like they also get a chunk of money like they get a percentage of it yeah. and then they yeah. also get like they tack on lawyer fees on top of the advance so it's like cool yeah. we're gonna like exactly you know throw on an extra thirty thousand, you know whatever it is but a lot more than that in a lot of cases where it's like yeah of course i'll help you like with this deal but I'm not saying like there are plenty of yeah. great lawyers out there and I've like had thankfully good experience with lawyers, but there mm-hmm. are not every lawyer like has their artists in mind. It's like, yeah, I'm going to collect my fucking check and For like, sure. Exactly. Good luck. No. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, I mean, also like when you're young and you're signing, like you're taking other people's advice. That's what I was saying. Like you're taking other people's advice, what lawyer to get, what, you know and usually they probably have some affiliation with the label or some sort of like back-end situation so you're just like um what is the truth here you know yeah I think I just like wish in music that people could be could actually talk about money I think that's something I yeah like as I got older and like just have more experiences like the reason a lot of people didn't talk about money and stuff when I was signing and all that and they're just like no it's okay spend it it's label money it's like no that's my fucking money 
it's like yeah. it's like they just want to like kind of absolve themselves of the personal responsibility of money being yeah because it's not theirs it's like it's mine you know it's like yeah. it's the artist's burden and you're gonna fucking have that burden until you're recouped which in so many cases just never happens because it's not about recouping like real dollars it's about recouping the real dollars plus you know the Wait, labels no. cut exactly it's like fucking yeah. plus the labels cut and everything plus every fucking dollar you spend and then they add on their cut so it's like every dollar ends up being more than a dollar and it's just fucking crazy and i think okay wait sorry to mm -hmm. interrupt did you Go. i just saw this wait grimes and elon Musk secretly welcomed a second yeah, yeah they had a second baby i know <laughs> <laughs> i am dead i have oh, a friend who works for i thought they broke up they did, but I feel like I stupidly read this long ass interview with her this morning. They're like together, but they live apart. Do you guys know about this like crazy Drama. place in Texas? So I have a friend who works for <laughs> SpaceX, mm -hmm. not me oh having a friend God. that works for SpaceX. Um, <laughs> and they have he has this like Elon has this like compound in Texas. I don't know where, oh, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that town, like he built a town so that you'd like never have to leave where there's like a, a like Ew. a like bar I, and like restaurants and like you literally don't have to leave and like i people think he who did that in germany too because mm -hmm. like they threw like a weird rave there and everyone's like what is this oh my god did you dj <laughs> the SpaceX for you? <laughs> i wish you need to <laughs> we need that, you to i need that space check I know yeah, we babe. all do. We all do. <laughs> Wait, Chippy, like obviously you were kind of like in the in the like popper or like hip hop realm. But yeah. like and it's obviously toxic. Do you feel yeah. like uh, like is the electronic music and like like techno scene just as toxic? Um, well, techno it's like very white, right? So yeah. like that's the thing that uh, that's the thing, but like, also like, there's so many women in techno. Like, even if they're they're like, there are a lot of white women, but so like, but in hip hop, I was around a lot of men all the time, and they don't take women seriously, right? And, yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, also, I wasn't making like boom bap hip hop. Like, I was making fun dance music hip hop. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like it, I wasn't, I wasn't serious, like about it. Like I had, like my song, like that was like kind of a thing back then was called "Kicked Out the Club." Absolutely. Like, so yeah, like it was just LOL. Like, but yeah, so like the guys, guys are fucked up. Like you know, like all, and I was like in underground hip hop stuff. Like when we were on tour with Cray Sean, like ASAP, the ASAP tour was coming on tour with us. So like that shit is more like toxic in terms of like you're being sexualized and like yeah. you know all that stuff but i guess like in techno it's like a little more like corrupt because like there's all these white people that are you know making money off black music and mm -hmm. all the black and brown people are getting paid shit and playing opening slots and so you know so yeah it's like a different thing but like I, I don't interact with many men on my day to day in the techno world. Like, you know, like most of the, when I go to the club, like the liaison is usually a woman. Like, and is that like a choice or? Is no, that just... it's just like, it just happens to be more like that way in the techno world for me. Okay. Like, cool. cause I'm playing a lot more queer things. Like, techno is a lot more gay, like, yeah. than hip hop, well. obviously. So there's not a, as, or just dance music is a lot more gay, you know? So it's like, I'm not like in, and like, obviously like my body, like I'm really like curvy, you know? So like I'm sexualized in every way, even if I'm like wearing covered up, like yeah. I'll be sexualized. Like, and so in hip hop scenes, like I felt like uncomfortable in that way, which I don't feel in techno scenes, but I do feel uncomfortable because a lot of the time I'm the only person of color in the room so yeah it's like different you know yeah pay it's like pick your poison <laughs> exactly like, yeah especially in like europe like a lot of the music i play is like liked in like you know eastern europe but like mm -hmm. i feel safer around like you know women th than i do around a bunch of dudes so i feel like yeah i, I feel like that. i would yeah like and women understand like you know like 
if I were to feel uncomfortable in a room full of like, you know, like a huge rave of 5,000 white people, like it's like, and you're like the only person of color, like kind <laughs> of like terrifying. sometimes, honestly. Yeah. So it's like, are you but, seeing yeah, like, like any change in the industry? Empathy. Sorry. Are you seeing like any change in the industry, like over the, you know, past five years or 10 years? So I don't, I, I obviously think there is, but like, I also made like a conscious decision to leave a lot of like toxic, like environments. Like I don't deal with, like, I was also like, other than hip hop, I was like, you know, like in the EDM type world too. And that was like a lot of like intense man energy. Um, so yeah, like I made a conscious effort to like, you know, surround myself and book for my own events and like create my own spaces where it is mostly women, POC, black people, you know, like, so it was, I made that conscious effort. So I don't know if it's because I did that, like for myself, yeah. or it's actually changing, but it, I mean, it, I think it is. And I think like there is a little more transparency since when I started, like, you know, people share their experiences on TikTok and like all that shit. And, like people TikTok, are like, don't babe. sign contracts. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. People, yeah. people like talk about it. It's cool hearing. I also like um, Aluna and I share a manager and I think like Aluna's big thing is just like dance music is black music. And so she's like creating this a dance festival of like basically an all black lineup yeah um and it is kind of fucking sick seeing people finally like talk about it because it feels like you just like electronic music in general has been like taken over by edm bros and diplo i mean but it's like it just like is we're just like, like hating diplo today every opportunity um I mean, he's a lovely. He's a, I, I, I mean, I, I haven't had any bad experiences with him. I like enjoy him as a person, but I know everyone like people have their shit yeah, on him. and it's fine. Uh, and I feel it's like he's a bit polarizing. Yeah, totally. He's like lovely, but, like not around. enough. Like I mean, I def, I, I've no. I mean, I've, I worked with him for over like three four years so yeah. and i knew him for like lo a long time so like obviously i know like he has some good qualities but yeah, no but I, <laughs> what are they yeah, name me. three <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like going on um the show the bravo show or what happens live and they're like yeah. name they tell ask you to name three things about like your enemy <laughs> oh my god that is so iconic that they do that i'm obsessed Says. bravo is too fucking good like there's yeah. nothing better but i kind of feel you like being traumatized by my friend like i in a lot of ways yeah. i feel that way about kanye where it's like people are like he's amazing i'm like kind of traumatized like it, it even just yeah. to like put on a kanye song or something like i think he's mm. a you know i love his music and so stuff, like but it's just like weird now because i'm like i have so yeah. many memories associated with that what mm -hmm. exactly happened who me? <laughs> what's the um, tea yeah what what's the like, tea at what point i mean <laughs> when do you want me to start yeah like when did it get weird it never got weird necessarily i wait i don't know any of the tea can we start okay yeah let's jump yeah i don't okay. think the listeners know the tea that that's we okay so i was signed to good music to kanye's label oh wait i didn't know this at all yeah yeah so i was Obsessed. signed to kanye's label in like 2014 okay. and uh -huh. it was fucking sick and i but wait how did yeah. you get signed you were like i was i was one of his like backup model on the Yeezus tour, tour right yeah. yeah i was at that tour i definitely so saw you saw you. me babe <laughs> <laughs> i was one of those little like lady in like the beige outfits suits. yeah oh, okay awesome. okay yeah yeah so that was the me. fact that that was 2014 that's fucking crazy fucked Wait, up. that's crazy it feels like not that long ago yeah no, baby, well, it, was it was two 20, months ago yeah it was two months ago <laughs> i guess it was 2013 like end oh of my 2013 God. yeah and then actually I, disgusting it's disgusting it's <laughs> we're frankly, old or no it was yeah 2013 yeah it's fucking disgusting that that happened How? i don't know we just, <laughs> shit, it's I like blinked and it, it was same. already 2022 no same. babe it's like now it's over though like, a, like <laughs> life is 
I feel it's like over. that was like the longest point of our lives and it still mm-hmm. felt short. And now it's like, it's going to be a blank. I know. Oh my God. I'm ready for oh, it, babe. I'm, I'm ready to die. Um, yeah, I mean, not ready. really, but like, you know. Um, I feel you. Yeah, you know, I'm like. <laughs> I've I like had a good life. I've had Same. fun. That's how I feel. I'm like, whenever, whenever it takes me, it takes me. The same, um, exactly the same. <laughs> but uh, I was going to say, oh, yeah. So I oh, got yeah. signed to him and that was really like, cool. Like, did he, like, did he instigate the signing like how yeah that... yeah like someone on tour I left after the first leg and that because I was like this is sick but like I didn't know how what? long they were going to tour there were rumors of them taking it all over the world and I and it was going to be like a year and I was like okay but I really want to do music so it doesn't make yeah. sense for me to be on this tour as like a dancer I'm not a dancer but it was like through American Apparel that I got it it was kind of weird yeah yeah um okay cool and yeah and so i was like okay i'm gonna leave and just like do music and i left and he was like oh where did she go and someone was like she does music and um i think it was actually oh my god yeah i think it was actually ivan who's kanye's um barber like longtime barber that showed him this song i had put out called experience and then basically like i got a call from you know or like through the grapevine they were like oh kanye wants to meet with you and talk about music and so i did and it was fucking sick and they flew me out to atlantic city and i showed him this song and then some other songs i was working on and yeah and i got an offer from them and from um republic also and i ended up going with good music because i was like why the fuck would i not turn that down also because he was, oh, yeah. he had just come off like the yeezus shit and i was like yeah oh, like the biggest amazing. yeah yeah it was like amazing so i was like of course i'll do that um and i was so young like i think i signed the deal on my 20th birthday or like wow. around there and you know like i said earlier in the podcast like i just didn't know <laughs> what I wanted yeah. at all as an artist like I had literally written like four songs or something and I didn't know what I wanted I didn't I just didn't know anything about like industry whatever like I'm from Arizona and like I just didn't grow up around music industry shit like I didn't I yeah. just didn't know you know so I think I floundered a lot like I just didn't know shit and but I like, you know, trying to make it happen, just did tons and tons of sessions, like just worked a lot and like threw myself into like writing and doing all that, you know, shit that you have to do. But so they put out my first album and I think I was pretty disappointed because after they like spent a lot of money and a lot of time on promoting my first album and I had like crazy press before. And then once it came out, they just kind of like like Def Jam especially just kind of like went quiet and I was like what the hell yeah it was like kind of fucked like I had pretty big offers to like for like support tours and stuff and they're like we don't want to put any more money into this like you know just make another album and I was like fuck um yeah it was pretty disappointing so I was just like okay well do you still want me or no and they were like they basically picked up the next option and I was like shit I don't want to be on this label anymore, but like I, you know, if I have to, like I'll make the best of it. But then they were being wishy-washy about like if they actually wanted me, and I was like, okay, what's the deal? And they're like, well, we can't make the choice. Like it has to be good music. It has to be it has to come from Kanye because he's the one who signed you. So I was trying oh. to get out, <laughs> and basically, are uh, you like chasing him down at like yeah, Sunday service? Like I Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. literally literally, she's like i'm going to sunday service i'm gonna try and talk to kanye (laughs) for months yeah for months i had to because he was the only person that could let me out i guess and they were like all we need is like a text an email anything and he didn't have email at the time so i was like fuck oh my god yeah i was literally going to sunday service every fucking weekend (laughs) like that was beautiful can i talk to you can we get (laughs) a It must I'm be dead. so hard getting to like sit down with him. Yeah, it is. It took months. 
and yeah. it was really frustrating it felt like it took years off of my life honestly and it was the anxiety babe. the anxiety i think what was what upsetting? if you just like did whatever like what would had, happen because i needed to be out of that contract otherwise if i keep putting music out like they could technically like if it got big or whatever they could be like we own that you know yeah. and also oh they they said that they i would have next- i feel like i would just been like fuck it at this point <laughs> because they also owed me money like they technically oh. took the second option oh and didn't god. fucking pay me oh. oh my god yeah so i was like well either you take the second option and pay me and help me make a record or you don't and just like let me go so i was it oh was- my god yeah. why set, signing the biggest scam of all time <laughs> literally the biggest scam it was very irritating and but anyway so yeah i think that whole experience of like spending months trying to hunt him down like i'm glad i did and once i got to him he was like why are you even asking me to get out i'm like they told me you're the only person who can get it and he was like okay and it was literally took him just sending a text and it was fine um and oh, I played, holy yeah. fuck and i played him a bunch like... of music. yeah and he was like so he's so lovely like in person but that was just such a frustrating experience for yeah. me that i was like i don't know and then i also feel like a way about billionaires in general so yeah exactly do you I think i mean you ever, it's just like... like crazy like you you accepted all this responsibility for this person and now you're just like oh you like Oh yeah, what are you doing here? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? like, yeah, like, why are you here? I'm like, well, it, it has something to do with the contract that you offered me and gave me. Like, I also just think it's like funny when big artists who have labels talk shit on labels, like specifically, like Kanye too. And I also, I'm not shitting on him as a person. I just think it's okay no. to be critical of anyone you know yeah yeah exactly like it's okay and people like people on twitter have gotten mad at me and been like you know fuck you you're being racist for like saying something about kanye (laughs) like i'm not fucking being racist i'd like right criticize anyone (laughs) and also like okay the only issue with those type of things is like okay if you're gonna do that to someone like let's be honest with like what you want like you know like what what do you want you're signing this person for your own benefit like you're really putting someone else's like life in this situation yeah and like or like be honest about like who you are as a person like if you're a billionaire like okay i have a problem with it but like if you're just like i want to be rich and fuck everyone then I'm fine with it. You're just that yeah. asshole. But like, if you're gonna pre- go around pretend that you have these ideals that you don't even fucking have, like, yeah, and yeah. then be a billionaire, like, that's when I really have a problem. It's like, yeah. oh, you have these ideals, but you're gonna, you're still fucking everyone over. Yeah, like, it's like I think people don't realize too how number one, how much money a billion dollars is, right, and number two that in order to be a billionaire you have to exploit people like there's, exactly there's no way i mean you heard that thing on yeah. variety that's going viral right now with kim kardashian yes yeah <laughs> i was bad at that hard. just get up just, like no one wants to work get your fucking ass <laughs> up like, like everyone course. has three jobs uh, <laughs> like yeah it never just, ends with them eh? but i th- i really think that like billionaires delusion delusional like they yeah. truly think that they are billionaires because they work harder than everyone and they believe yeah them. they really believe it but it's I because i worked hard not saying you didn't work hard but you do totally. you, you know how many people you're exploiting while you do this Babe. yeah well and also like <laughs> also they were fucking yeah. rich when they yeah like right well they grew up with money too yeah yeah it's like it, they yeah, weren't poor they certainly weren't poor and they had, they had a, a cushion to like fall show. back on if some, you know totally and they also have a mom who's like a fucking business mogul we live I, they had <laughs> one dad that was oj simpson's lawyer and the other dad was an olympic champion yeah so. <laughs> i'm like they're like just get up and work <laughs> that was I, crazy i can't i but i really think like is she getting heat for that 
Uh, yes. Oh, it's of course yes. right. getting blamed and good. She should. I mean, and I love her, but like she should. Yeah, same. Like people I love her post- too. But the reason why I don't have pr- that much of a problem with her is because she's not pretending to be like she's no. like some sort of savior. Like she's like, no, I want to sell makeup and um like body contouring clothing and whatever like you guys, know what I, I mean? literally have a skims shipment coming to my I house was today literally say, and by the I way, am I obsessed <laughs> no <laughs> honestly it's for so like good. someone who's curvy and like right like, I don't like wearing um I like never really liked wearing underwear but like now that I'm getting older I just want to like protect my Suck vaginal health in. you know yeah, like yeah, I feel like yeah. I used oh, to have healthy. babe I used to have Keep my puss out and wear jeans and like wear them no. like Stop. yeah babe I'd wear jeans oh, and my like bare puss yeah like I was insane Carol. and no but the yeah thing is, don't think it like just I don't know babe I had BV don't every you get, day like, rug burn vibes? yeah babe yeah. my puss was red every day Stop. <laughs> No, it was like, I don't understand it. Like I look back and I'm like, how? Like I just wanted to be free. But but like I hate the constriction of underwear and I have a big ass. So like the thong part, I like wearing thongs, but the thong part will like go so deep in my ass and like cause pain. Yeah. And it's like that's how I feel about Yeah, I'm sure you like go through that too. Like it's hard. But like these (laughs) these underwear, the fits everybody underwear. I like bought a pair just to try them out, and they're literally the. I could not recommend them more. Like they're so fucking unreal. They're just like super thin and breathable, and have like cotton in the puss area. I just honestly like Skims is kind of fire. It's fire. (laughs) So fire. But everyone um, needs to work not harder. Not shitting on billionaires and then promoting skims. <laughs> Being like, but I fucking love their product. No, babe. It's, well, the pu- it's my puss like, talking. It, it, uh-huh. she's, just, she's talking from the puss. Um, my puss is talking. Exactly. It is really good. It's really fucking good. So, I mean, but, yeah. but it's like they have to create a good Wait, did product. you see that, like, new collection? <laughs> oh, my God. Now I'm, like, promoting way too hard. <laughs> but, like- yeah, you're like the Fendi collab. No, like the one with the butt, like empty, or like without with the butthole out. Oh, wait, I a need butthole. Un- what? Yes, a new Those one. Those are for Casey. What do I Google? Like Skims butthole. Here, I'll, I'll I'll DM it to you. Okay. Please. Wait, I'm obsessed. Wait, can we talk real quick on just like a current trend I've seen? The other day I was shopping for underwear. Fucking everything is crotchless now. Why? Oh, really? Really? Yeah, yeah, like go on Savage Fenty, whatever. That shit is all crotchless. And yeah, I'll let's promote Savage over Sam. Like, yeah. If I'm going to do underwear, I just want it to have a crotch. Why? Did I feel I like it's like a sexy underwear? moment. There's no point. There's it's literally for fucking. no point. Yeah, but like just take it. Okay, she's off married. Like, so <laughs> she knows. I'm like, I need my crotchless to spice things up. <laughs> She's like, you know, when it's getting boring. I know. Karen's like, what's wrong with that? No, I'm literally reading. I'm like, why would I wear that? (laughs) I just feel like so much stuff is crotchless, and I'm just like, I just like, yeah, like, what's the point at that? All I need is don't wear underwear. Yeah, literally, that's that's my one thing. Why can't we have just crotch panties? I want literally like just a crotch. They sell those things that it's like just a crotch. Just a- <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, talking about? Oh no, I don't know. I need. I had to. Wear that a- sounds good. Oh, shoot, it was like it literally sticks to the front and to the back. It's it's. Nice. Is it comfortable? Um, I don't remember. Or is it, it like it? That like just sounds like a panty liner to me. Yeah, kind <laughs> of like a panty liner. Let's see. Does, um, wait, does it stick to the lips? No, 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 no. It sticks to like I'm the confused. front. Look up like of whatever you're wearing. Yeah. See, uh, okay, oh, so it's a panty liner. Invisible, no panty line. <laughs> it's a strapless c-string thong. It's literally like it sticks to the top and to the back so like if you're wearing something for example that like is open on the sides i would just like yeah. pull the, the like sides of the um thong underwear for high yeah high. but like what if i don't know i needed it for a shoot and i was like wow this is a really cool invention 
like yeah i would wear that i would wear that for sure i need to try it like kind of sick just look up c string would it even cover my puss i feel like my like it barely it does barely (laughs) anything honestly yeah i feel like they're for like tiny people yeah Yeah, everything's for tiny yeah it is but also you look at like underwear and i'm like how does that cover anyone ever you know you look at it's like just a string but it does something like it does what it needs to do for the most part as long as my clit's covered, I'm good. Insane. <laughs> okay, well, maybe get some C strings. Okay, well. Wait, we're, we're at an hour it? already. We're at an hour. Oh my yeah. God. Is it an hour podcast? Yeah, yeah babe. But we could just okay. talk to you for. I want it to be three. We I feel like an hour goes by so quick. Yeah, when you're talking shit about Diplo. I'm not bringing it up again. No, babe, I need more. (laughs) I'm going to ask Brittany. Kara's literally going to get our podcast sued for defamation. (laughs) I'm so... No, babe, it's all fast. He likes the drama. I know, I know. He needs the drama in his life. I'm going to, like, send it to our shared PR agent and be like, hey, Reed, (laughs) can you get us sued on the pod? (laughs) We need we, we need, need the press. We need the press. Can you get us Absolutely. publicly soon, please? Thank you. Um, Chippy, we love you. Thank you so much for coming on. That was amazing. You. Yeah, thank you. That um, was cute. Casey, when I'm if wait, you live in LA, right? I'm in LA. Yeah. Let me know if you actually Okay, get so to if play I get here. my visa, I'll be there March twenty sixth. Wait, yeah. I need to come. But yeah, I think I might come. come regardless because I have I have a flight already to LA March because I can enter. It's just oh, like, can't work, technically, right? you're not allowed to play. I thought you were going to say you can enter, but you can't exit. And I was like, well, that <laughs> seems a little risky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I technically can't play. I can exit. <laughs> okay, well, let me know when you're here. Let's let's hang. And Kara, you come too. Okay. Everyone okay. go see Chippy on tour yes. and listen to her music. I'll be, posting, stream. I'll be posting all my tour dates. It's like next week so unreal i'm so excited for you thank you guys thank you so much it was so fun have fun in mexico thank you mazel top to your uh brother you know (laughs) marriage you know about marriage i love that shit she loves it (laughs) okay bye guys Bye. bye bye